Alright, uh, thank you for joining me on this sort of podcast today here, Jerry. Now, for the few viewers that don't know, uh, Jerry is actually a filmmaker that is based in Kuching, Sarawak. And we're actually friends for, I think, almost 10 years already. So, mm. half of my life, we're friends already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Jerry, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here, man. It's a pleasure. Um, so how's it like being a film freelance filmmaker in Kuching? How does it feel like? Uh? Um, hmm. In simple words, uh, how does it? Uh, there's up and down, uh, ups and downs, are uh, like uh, basically for mm. like, um, especially in our industry, mm. like for the creative industry for photographers. I think photographers and videographers, filmmakers, uh, it's like more or less the same, la. Yeah, but for the how to say, um, it's hard to how how to it's hard to explain the filmmaking industry and mm. videography industry because it's like it's more more like same same but different, la. You know how is it different? Like uh, videography is more mostly how to say, uh, mostly it can be done by one person. Or it can be done like maybe three or two persons, but for like filmmaking, the filmmaking industry, mm. you need like a crew, you need like a directors, uh-huh. you need like producers. Yeah, so, uh, so I used to be a filmmaker is more large scale, la. Yes, exactly. But uh, in general, they're still producing same as a video, mm. but um, when we see it as a film, it makes it much of a difference than videos, if you mm. know what I mean. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I, I used to be like a videographer. I used to categorize myself as a videographer because I don't really know. Um, and then, um, for me, when, it, when I was videographer, it was okay. It's not that fun. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, um, it pays the bills. Uh, and then I'm, I always found myself working alone. Like I didn't uh... actually, yeah, because uh, like I said, videographers, you can actually work in, one person or like two person but for filmmaking it's like a you whole need a crew. whole crew then you get yeah. the sense of working together in the yes, team yes yes teamwork yeah oh, oh yeah, this. I get, yeah. I know your feeling. yeah yeah but how come you will start what made you start from okay what made you switch from videographer to filmmaker uh it all started started from uh Cebu la. I was being exposed but um being exposed of like uh filmmaking, the world mm-hmm. of filmmaking. Uh, there's a project in Cebu which is uh, shooting a gospel movie. It's about um Christianity, mm. Yeah. So um so yeah, th- that's my first encounter to like what what it feels like to be like to be in the filmmaking industry. Mm. Because when I was when I was there, right, I I don't really know like oh you need lights in video. That's why that's why I thought like because it's like. We we even even some some of the other like people like like um average average people lah knows that you need lights in videos right? <laughs> hey hello 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 can you hello are you can ah yeah 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 so even the average people they know that you need lights in videos right? But for me it's like I I know we need lights but I didn't see the importance of um using lights uh. hey, wait 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 I think the something went wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh. 
Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you were saying about talking about... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so for example, like lights, lah. Like, there's a lot, like, I... When I was there, then, eh, eh, during the project, mm. I, I've been, like, exposed to, like, these kind of different things, like cameras as well. I didn't know, like, you have so many things when it comes to a camera. It's not just a camera, lens, and microphone. There's, like, mm. there's, like a whole lot, whole lot more, like, video transmitters, monitors, um... And then I'm very much like uh, a lot of like katang lah. <laughs> in, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So during that time, you was actually exposed to how it feels like to be uh, a filmmaker, lah, basically. Yes, yes. And then after that, um, it actually inspires me to be to to how to say uh, to categorize myself as a filmmaker more than a videographer, lah. But yeah. is there a lot of market for filmmakers in Sarawak, especially? um they are but then it all i think it all depends on the person itself uh, because like for we, we don't really have like a lot of like large-scale projects but then mm. we are actually working small-scale projects but in a filmmaking like uh team so who, who's your target audience is, is it like businesses or what for yeah, Mostly for me right now, it's like small businesses, uh, small businesses oh. and like so small, small media. There's actually small businesses that prefer a filmmaker instead of a videographer. Um, hmm. They, they, how's it? Okay, it's like this. Uh, the the so, small businesses, they are not really that educated, I would say, mm. to like what. What what is the difference between a few filmmaker uh filmmakers and videographers? They ah. they just yeah they they, they just treat you like a videographer. Yes, they they ah. just not like the end, They just want a video. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but we it's our because we we love this we, we love this industry we love this filmmaking industry and we wanna introduce in this industry to like Sawa and then like or hopefully the whole Borneo because it's quite mm. it's a very new industry here lah. So mm-hmm. we try to uh create that culture. Of like filmmaking in like of all, all every project that we're doing uh. mm. so um when, when i'm open to this um to this industry of filmmaking right my every my, my workflow is so different compared to the last time because last time right like it's like okay i talked to this client he wants this video okay i should i give that's it yeah no no, no paperwork nothing and then i get the money but yeah. then now right i would i would go and uh meet up with the clients and then like talk 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 to them through about the story and then mm. create a storyboard find like uh find like gaffers gaffers is like the guy who does the lighting lah gaffers mm-hmm. and then find like the maybe if i need a ca- camera operator that i'm the director and then like mm. location catering all of that it's like it's more detailed lah. it's not like okay you want me to shoot i shoot i i edit i deliver no it's, it's not just mm. like that lah. It's, like, it's a longer process which is i feel i feel it's, this is like the proper way of doing stuff lah. It's not so just you like, actually prefer this from working alone, like uh, shooting videos and dealing with the clients. Yeah, because like mm. this this method, I would say is like this uh, I, yeah, this culture lah. Mm. It's much more, uh, how to say uh, much much more efficient uh, I would say like mm. like than, than uh, how it was back then, like when I was uh, when I first started off as a videographer because like if. 
uh how to say it, it, it i think it goes with the quote lah, like if you want to go fast you can go alone if you want to go far you go together yeah, yeah it, it's, it's i agree totally yeah it's basically this the uh the same thing that applies to what i've experienced lah. and But then like, how long have you been be a freelance or filmmaker or videographer for already mm, hmm good question uh it all started from high school actually Like, oh, yeah. even yeah. when you were in high school, you started like doing videos for people for businesses already. Uh, no, I've been introduced in high school, and then uh-huh. I I started to pursue it in uni, uh-huh. and then uh I started working uh like last two years, I guess. Like so, like serious serious work is last year lah, but last two years was like um solely last two years lah. Yeah. Uh, so, do you have any like experience dealing with like very very weird situation or clients? Very very weird situations. Ah. Uh, Because yeah. I find like freelancers when they have to deal with their own client, most of the time they they have to deal with it alone. And when the client is a bit uh more, how do you say? How do you put it? demanding mm. okay sometimes it's very hard because uh, last time i also deal with some sort of freelance work as well mm. yeah. do you have any this kind of experience like uh, funny story or weird stories you want to share funny stories uh, uh <laughs> oh i have one uh so I seriously don't know whether should I disclose this lah, but then like, <laughs> it's um maybe don't say I, the name lah. Yeah, I maybe mean, I'm not gonna say the name lah. Just this this time, but then we already know lah. Really, really um we already talked about this ah. It's a very confusing thing. So yeah, so this company approached mm-hmm. me to shoot this event. There's uh-huh. two events. Okay, so I I thought it was like okay um um this this company approached me so. I'm gonna do my work. I'm gonna find the people I need, and then in the end, there's this guy, another guy, mm. came in and then um told me about this. It's the same thing, so he he wanted to work together with me. I'm like, okay, all right, sure. Like the more the merrier, lah. Yeah, but then I because I haven't assembled my team yet, lah. So like, okay, lah. Whatever, whatever I can um I can get. I I just work with whatever I can get, lah. So if we have four person in the team, so in the end. Uh, my that 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 guy, that guy who approached me, he wanted to step up to be the director, to wanted to like direct the the whole procedure, the whole project. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so if you're the director, then I'm the videographer lah. I'm the shooter only lah. Okay lah. So in the end, right, the the company, the client asked me like, hey, how's the progress? I'm like, oh, this guy is doing all everything. I should ask him. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, but we are dealing with you. We're not dealing with him. Oh, so like ah uh, so like hey I thought like you guys know about this you guys know about like oh he's he's going to handle everything because like he's actually in somewhat connected to the company that approached me ah so he's so, connected he's connected to the company but the company find you then he want to be the director yes so <laughs> like he's like somewhat connected lah not not very, not the main lah uh-huh. la. so so in the end right I found out that there's like another person in the company. Hmm. Um, who approached the this guy? So it's like, uh, uh how to say? Uh, 
So it's like two persons in the company approach two different persons. What? Then if the same the project company doesn't have like proper organization, like exactly, exactly. <laughs> so in the end, like so in the end when we were shooting, right, it's like the 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 guy is like uh Besong lah because like uh <laughs> I I uh how to say I don't know Besong lah like I I I seriously don't know his intention lah we because we have a bit of communication problems I hmm. actually don't want to don't want to don't want to step out actually because I I was like thinking okay lah I just want to get this job done hmm. screw it I don't care who gets the money who how how much I get paid I just want to get hmm. this shit done lah sorry pardon my French ah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Because I I'm very I was very frustrated about this already, and um, then in the end, right? In the end, um, I I feel like I have to take responsibility, right? Because this is my reputation on the line, uh. mm, Basically, if I true. didn't deliver, right? I who they they wouldn't want to find me again, or like it's it's very it's very bad, lah. Very bad bad PR, huh? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, in the last two days before the shoot, right? I step out like. Bro, we have to talk about this, and we uh, talk it thoroughly, like mm. understand the problem with both sides, everyone. Then like that night, right? I I I remember like working so hard late at night, like thinking of a plan of how to be how we're gonna execute this 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 thing, lah. Mm. So the next, and then the next day, uh, uh, and then I I told everyone properly, like, okay, I'm gonna do this. You guys gonna do this? Do you think it's okay? And they're like, okay, okay, we just go with this plan. No more changes. No more. No, no more hanky pankies lah. Uh. No more getting around the bush of like asking like, hey, you should do this because you can earn more money like that. Yeah, in the end, it's all money talk lah. I would say, which is which is something that I don't really like because like we are focused more on the money than the work itself. So mm. it doesn't help us to do a produce a good job lah. Yeah. So, so that's the thing that I also want to talk about is that there's uh, some freelancers uh not just freelancers like some people out there they do to work for just for the money and there's some people out there that do it because of their passion and from i can remember when we even from when we first met 10 years ago when we were in primary school yeah. you always wanted to make videos because i remember you hanging out at my house then you like say you want to make videos online on youtube that kind of stuff yeah. then uh, so my question is, how did you find out that, how did, when, is, when did you realize that you want to be a videographer or filmmaker? Hmm. What inspired you? I think like from the, from the beginning, <laughs> from, um, the first, the, what inspires me? Uh, it's actually from, from YouTube videos, uh, actually. I, I seriously don't really know like my exact, inspiration but then because it's been so long is it yeah because no it's, it comes from a lot of, a, a lot, lot of different places, places. Yeah, a lot of different places so like i would say the first one is, is actually quite, quite a funny lah uh you know peter chow this is one day where my brother was, was watching his videos and and niga higa as well uh, doing uh, the uh, how, to, how to be ninja wow that's like og man OG. <laughs> Watching YouTube videos, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the beginning of YouTube. Yeah, oh yeah. my god. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So from from there, I was like, oh, this is actually quite cool. Like, 
this this video making thing on YouTube lah. So I started mm. to make my own, and then like after I started to make my own, I I fall in love with the craft lah. And then I would mm. say like at, at some point, uh, my mom stopped me from doing that because she said like this is um this is a waste of time. You should focus yeah, on typical like, Asian parents lah. Yeah, but then like um I I would understand lah because my yeah, mom one one wants me to have like a uh secure future or or what what not lah. Yeah, but then, the best for you, lah. Yeah, but then I, I was uh, sometimes I would think to myself, what if I keep on doing it? Right, where will I be right now? <laughs> but what did your mom want you to do? Uh, he, she wants me to be an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> same, same. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so after that, um, so one of my one of my friends, uh, mm. uh, say, not not friends, uh, one of the, this guy, uh, I don't know how mm. somehow. He, he found out that I I've been making videos, making this kind of videos, and like those times, right? Were like it's like a hundred and two hundred views, right? It's a a big deal already, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like I I found out like hey, actually the the people's the 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 students in in my school actually watch my videos. They're like hey hey Jerry, I watched your your uh, yesterday's video. Mm. And, and then like I was like oh this is something cool ah at least like. Uh, I I get that's my first encounter of like being a YouTuber. Um, how say, and then being exposed outside lah, like being, being recognized like, by yeah 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 by what you do lah. Yes, yes, exactly. And then those times, I think it's very hard for you to share your videos onto Facebook. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think you don't really can, or it's just a link. I'm not sure lah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a link. You don't have even have a preview if I remember correctly. Yeah, 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 then, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like I, I seriously don't know how do they find out my videos. I didn't actually promote to them because we don't really have WhatsApp or we don't feel like hey, we have SMS ah. But then like, it's not like I gotta text to everyone like watch my videos, you know. Yeah, you just create yeah. it and then they they found found out themselves lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really amazing lah. And then after that, uh, so this this guy, um, he he's like with this uh, we have this thing called a paniman and perbankang ah, which is like a. Pengawas, which but you're not actually a pengawas. You you don't really care about uh the student. <laughs> uh, how to say? I don't really care about the student. Uh. Like you, if there's any events, anything to that you want to help out with, like events or stuff, mm-hmm. or you want to organize something, then those are the people to look for lah. So, so it's anyways, like a volunteer lah. Uh, more or less lah. Like most mm-hmm. most of the like assemblies where we are like um. Like the projectors and everything, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, where the one where the guys were do is doing it now. So anyways, they they actually looking for people to do videos, and no one in school actually knows how to do videos. But then this guy watched one of my videos, one of my stupid videos. <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, "Hey, bro, you know how to edit, right?" Because I saw saw your your videos, like yeah, sort of, like yeah, and like yeah, okay, why why not you make a video with us? And like oh okay, uh, why not you just give it a try, lah? So oh. we we did like a uh what do you call that? It's a um, National Day, National Day video. I think I saw that video. It's like one of your very first, like legit videos. I think. Uh, that was that was after. I think I think think you upload it after. I don't know. I I saw a video about like, or oh, is it graduation? I forgot. Uh, I think it's uh, it's a lot lah. Yeah, there's like, a lot. Yeah, yeah. But that was uh doing form three. That's that's where I got exposed to. This thing called highlight videos. I didn't know the exact term that time. Mm. So so we are shooting like for Hari Kemerdekaan, like National Day. Mm. Like, we go to all the classrooms. 
we didn't actually do any pre-production. Nah. We didn't actually thought of like, what, what we're going to do. We just say only. We just say and then yeah. like, okay, we just shoot. But then like, we tend to forget. Nah. So we just shoot whatever we can. So it's a okay. very, very rough process. Nah. But then, yeah, we're still starting out. Nah. So but what was the, what was the thing about making that video that makes you fall in love with it? That time it wasn't. It's it's okay. I I wasn't. I feel like I was doing a job, like just helping out only. Oh, just helping out. Yeah, yeah. But then it in the end, right? That made you form yeah. Video. Yes, but the thing is, uh, it was doing assembly when they are yeah. presenting the video. I'm like, wow! Like everyone was like paying attention. Like no one was like, eh, like mm, like that. It was like paying attention, and then like laughing, and then like smiling, and then like they they clap their hands at the end of the video. So that moment was like, I think that's my defining moment. Now. I'm like, uh, wow, this is like, I, I did something right there. Like, what, you what, were proud what? of, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just what it feels to be a filmmaker or like a video <laughs> Oh, it's like, it's so nice. And then after that, the, the principal himself, he goes and like, say like, hey, Jerry, right? Oh, nice video. I really love it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, you're like, oh, this, it's just very, very nice. Uh. I guess that's like, that's how it feels like when in the especially now in the filmmaking industry for the directors or like the crews when they watch the film on like the big screen they're like wow and then when they saw the audience's reactions mm. yeah that's, that's like the that's the money thing that's what keeps us going la. yeah mm. and, uh, so I, I it's, about, like, it's about making the audience feel happy la. recognize yeah, yeah. that you've done a good job yeah yeah that recognition but, uh, yeah, but I, I would say I have to, I, I feel blessed uh, to have this this experience of like seeing mm-hmm. like the students um, watching my, my film, uh, watching mm-hmm. my videos. Uh, because like, um, I, I, I would say some of the videographers or filmmakers right now, they probably don't really have this experience. They, mm-hmm. uh, they probably start, uh, start shooting um, right after high school or right after uni. So then they just in yeah. it for the money. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that comes to the point of like when it comes to the money, lah. Mm. Like, um, I think everyone experiences it. Everyone's uh, that's what is interesting about this field. Like, everyone see this, see this field as like a different thing. Uh. Some people see it as a hobby. Some people see it as a job. Some people see it as a career, a passion. Mm. Yeah. So, I think it is like it applies to a lot of fields, uh, but mostly the creative industry, lah. Yeah. So, just now you talked about how your mom didn't want you to be a videographer or filmmaker at first. Uh, then, what changed her mind? What makes you transition from engineer to uh, filmmaker? It was actually from my uncle. Like, my uncle see the potential in the video, in, in making videos. Uh. So, so, your uncle is the one that owns the Broadway in Miri, right? The one that yeah, 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 yeah. shoots video and photos for people. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Uncle Brian. Yeah. So, hey, so, uh, where is it? Uh? Oh, there's you a... Potential? How what? You saw potential in you? Um, there's actually a competition. Uh, competition that time. Uh, I think it was around 2018, you know, 18 or 17. And I was in uni that time. Yeah, 17 or 18, around there. Mm. Yeah, I was still in uni. Um, and then uh, there's this competition about it for the Miri... What is it? Uh? Miri... I think the end of the year competition, like, like a travel video competition. Uh. Mm. Yeah. So 
my uncle my uncle remember that I I was I I did some videos in uh Kuching. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how how did they find out. I think I posted on Facebook and then he watched it lah. But that those time I wasn't doing professionally. I was doing that for fun. As uh, a hobby lah. Uh, yeah. I didn't do much like um B like B rolls or like the cinematic ones lah. Mm-hmm. It's still the same like no, not the same lah. Like um how to say it? it's oh it's like my high school version. It's kind of video but improved a bit lah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, upgraded version of that uh, upgraded version of the high school high school uh contents uh. so from my so my uncle still it's the same thing that you see it's the same thing as like the high school high school mm-hmm. what happens in high school uh, my uncle say like hey you know how to edit right <laughs> <laughs> so, like, yeah yeah i know how to edit like okay like so um let's talk about like this this project lah. then i'm like okay let's let's try and do it lah. so it's the same thing, and then in the end, um, th- th- there was a grandness lah. It was during um, it was the and uh, what is it uh, New Year's Eve uh festival, eh, not festival like a celebration lah in in Miri. Mm. Remember Coco Cabana, yeah. Ah. So yeah, so that that time was like ah, uh, that was, was my first time for which I uh to see like a grand audience, like a very broad audience lah. Mm. Yeah. So um, during the last moment. I I wasn't. We, I think we were too late, huh? But I think they they have some videos. Ah, they they sh- uh, one of our crew members shot a video, a clip about uh, of the ending, lah. So our ending was uh the Mercury of like Tucson Beach. Oh, mm-hmm. that was like the most iconic, iconic shot we we got it got lah. Yeah. So it's That's a not uh, there anymore. Yeah. So it's a it's a it's a privilege that we had. We can we can we can shoot that lah. The Mercury yeah. uh timeline of uh. At the Mikiway Tunnels at uh Tucson Beach, uh. so th- that moment, right? All mm-hmm. of the people, were like, all of the audiences were like, "Wow!" Was like stunned to see like this kind of um image, uh, image mm-hmm. that we can shoot in Mirina. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that th- that was also one of the defining moments for me. Is it was like, oh, this is like I I I would love to venture into more cinematic videos. Ah, uh. that's that's mm-hmm. where. It, a play me like oh why not I um find out what what what's uh what 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 is this cinematic videos what is cinema <laughs> you mm-hmm. know yeah that's this way I venture into like very uh cinematic very slow motion like those kind of vi- videos instead of like the funny funny ones or like the skits one or like <laughs> the, the high school version kind of videos uh, yeah hmm. so you say that YouTube actually inspired your filmmaking journey to inspired start. you to be a filmmaker so would you rate your top three film uh youtubers of all time top three mm, okay i would say i will start with casey nicet i think oh casey nicet yeah. i i introduced to you i think ah uh, yeah i think you're the one who introduced this uh, him to me yeah, because I, I saw some of his uh, videos, th- thumbnails, but then didn't really click in. But then uh. when you introduced it to me, then I that's where I give it a chance. Uh. Yeah, so he's the how to say he's the one that um actually inspires me to see like actually videos can be fun as well, and you do, you don't really have to be so good at it. You just have to mm. have the story la. Yeah, the, the, the content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the story la. And then after that, it was uh Peter McKinnon. Mm-hmm. Which is 
which uh, actually shows me that videos can be cinematic as well. Uh, how to say? Uh, cinematic and good story. Lah. So, so, but Casey is more focused on the story. Uh, Peter McKinnon is more focused on the, the cinematics. cinematics lah. Yeah. And then after that, um, the third one. Lah. Wow, it's quite hard. Third one, I don't really know what third one to be honest. <laughs> it's just these, yeah. these two. Yeah, the, the the most influential ones are these two, lah. Uh, yeah. I think these two are good choices. I follow them as well. I sometimes I do watch their videos. Um, but I like Casey's better, lah. It's mm, not it's not that intense for me. Mm. But just now you talk about uh. That big project, right? About the Tucson one. Did you get paid on that project? Uh yeah, just a bit lah. Because there was um it was a competition actually. Ah. Yeah. Uh so do you still remember the first time that you got paid to do as a filmmaker or a videographer? My first payment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I think the 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 Mew one, the Mew one is the first one. But um, if you want that to say competition, ah, uh, yeah, competition. But I mean, as it, like from a business standpoint. Oh, um, my first one. Wow, this is quite tricky. Yeah, uh, I I think you I was saying my, I think I was saying my friend's company lah. Like I uh I was in. I was working for him uh, as uh-huh. my intern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so shout out to Pixbox. <laughs> Pixbox <laughs> Studios. <laughs> yeah, Pixbox Studios. Uh, yeah. So, but they, they really, um, I would say everyone that I've met um, actually contributes a bit to my to my motivation or to my career. Uh, but, but Pixbox also as well, like he con- they contributed a lot as well. Like. Yeah. So, how did you feel when you first got your first paycheck? I first got my first paycheck. I, I, I actually feel like how to say, it's it's kind of mixed feelings, lah. Like at first it was like, eh, it's just a job, lah. But then like, oh, and then I the soon the the more that I do, right, it feels like, hey, this actually I can actually become a business, I can actually become a thing, lah. Yeah. And then I would think uh, I would say like my first legit nah, my first legit uh, starting point was mm-hmm. last year, early last year, uh, I think around January or yeah January, where I finished where I finished uni, and mm-hmm. then this company, not sure this development comp- company lah, which is called Seradice ah, yeah, mm-hmm. let's plug again. <laughs> I think but, Seradice yeah. is the uh, Kuching one, a place in Kuching, right? Uh, yeah, uh, it's a place in Guqing as well as a com and not I think it's a company as well. Just the the company Are they is a also, developer. Uh, yeah, the developer mm. company. It's like uh, what's it? I, I can't really find other examples. Uh, but yeah, it's it's called Seradice. Uh. so they. So you made a video for them. Ah uh, yeah, they're it's for their like gala night award night like that lah. Uh. Yeah, like they have an award, but they they wanted a video to present what what is Seradice. Yeah, so that was my my jump start for last year. And then after that, right, I 
pitch to the next client with this video like even though we, it's not related to the client's video mm. but i just said hey I, I have this video to present to you and then oh, from, smart. Yeah, yeah, so for the next client it's also quite a big one it's a uh, it's um it's re- somewhat related to the tourism board now. yeah uh, so, so you like made video for like this this kind of clients before that yeah, it's, yeah it's, i feel blessed as well like. it's like I, I i it's like i just got out of uni like just got out of uni and then i have these um mm. these opportunities uh, which is like it's great but you've it's been like, working during your uni times as well right you've been yeah. freelancing since then yeah but I, I never i never got my own jobs uh. it's usually just helping out people or people uh. yeah like so uh, also Serodice and the other company um, it's like it's a very also a defining moment for my career like, like it makes you feel like oh I can actually work with these like big players like, like big, mm. big companies like, instead of like the the small business owners like, yeah yeah which is a, a different perspective like. How, yeah it's, it's a it's a great great perspective like, yeah so why why did you choose to freelance instead of working for someone? Hmm. Um. I should try to be honest. Try to <laughs> I, I yeah I tried to work for someone. Um. I I did ask them if they need if they need any like um how say uh, any any more staffs uh, need any more people in mm. their company but then. Uh, sadly, most of the companies they they can't afford to pay mm-hmm. because they are still starting out as well. They are, they are yeah, they're still starting out. So they can what they can do right is only project based uh. So mm-hmm. they have this project and they hire you for like for how much is your salary like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that ever since uh, So doing like project based. Yeah. So you I, never I, considered finding more people. Uh, more company to interview or you just didn't want to um as, as at one point i did la. i i i was there i uh there's like seasons uh sometimes when i'm good when i have like jobs I, I i don't i don't really go and ask but then when i don't really have jobs then i go and go and ask uh, which is like i i feel like this is 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 actually considered as like it's really unstable la, because like you don't really have like a fixed income and then mm-hmm. you it's, it's sometimes it's, it's kind of struggling now because like i said there's like seasons mm-hmm. like, especially this season is like this is uh, i think it's the worst mm-hmm. <laughs> but also during like the mco like a lot of people that i know that have stable jobs also end up like getting fired mm-hmm. because the company cannot sustain paying for employees yeah so but- it it's worse for everyone. Uh. It's not just freelancing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. But, but yeah. do you prefer freelancing or working for someone if you can choose? Right now? Hmm. I uh, would... That's a good question, actually. Mm. Hmm. I think I will work for a while for someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay. Let me, let me rephrase that. I will work for I will I will want to work for someone else, which I feel like I can gain value and I can give out value as well. So mm-hmm. it's like a so it's not like I'm just there for the money and I'm mm-hmm. just there. Yeah, 
it's like so you actually want to learn something like yes it's like i'm there and then this company actually like hey i i know that jerry has this kind of skill sets he can mm. be a very great asset for the company yeah so i want this kind of thing it's not just like hey i want to hire you as a staff yeah mm. so that's that's what i'm actually looking for lah. so um i i actually have a friend in kl i have uh we which i contacted like now and then lah, like 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 a lot of times lah. so uh, i'm thinking of like going over to like work for him for a while and then mm. right now my strategy right now what i'm thinking right now is to work with him and then have like a side hustle as well mm. so so i have so um so yeah because, because like right now i i'm actually learning a lot about like businesses and like other other some other businesses as well lah. and then there's this book uh i think you're the one who introduced this book to me yeah yeah the which that because but not sure about have you read this before lah? no no this is this is the me i oh, never read this book <laughs> but but you, you told me about rich that poor that lah. But you said like uh, any yeah, book, yeah. any book about uh, uh from rich that, uh, was that Robert T Kiyosaki? Kiyosaki yeah. yeah, yeah. So so after I read this book, right, it really opens opens up my mind about like the business that we're doing right now lah. So hmm. um, I I say I I after I read this right, it makes me ha- like right now I have a different um different kind of. Uh, mindset when it comes to like business uh. so i would want to try to implement what what he mentioned in the book to what what i want to wanted to do uh. yeah mm. so, so you right now that you're trying to find a company to work with at the moment and then at the some point you still want to become a freelancer or start your own business mm, not 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 to say freelancer uh. like i would say a side side business side hustle uh, so okay. but uh, it doesn't necessarily have to relate to filmmaking, but uh, if if it if it can, then it would be great, lah. But mm. then I would say because filmmaking, I I it's also still my passion. But then, right now, you want to try something else. Yeah, because like it, the thing is like now now I just realized like, uh, everything is actually business, uh, in everything that we do. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. It's actually quite important. So, um, so yeah, if my business if my business side of things is okay then I, it can like contribute to my skill set you know mm. so I, I some if someone has has a skill set and doesn't know how to do business it's like it's kind of like a in a way in a way it's a kind of a waste uh, because they have to work mm. for someone else if they can use their skill set skill set and then have their own business as well then it's like i would say it's a pretty good combo uh. yeah mm. that's the sure. thing i'm trying to trying to figure out uh. mm. So while we're on the topic, um, I actually heard a lot of people saying that, oh, you shouldn't work for someone if you have the skills. You should be always be like trying to build your own business or become a freelancer. But no one actually talks about the ugly side of being a freelancer. Now, from t- talking from experience, can you tell us about what are some of, of the dark side of becoming a freelancer that no one actually talks about the ugly truth is uh how to say uh, the the first thing uh, the, the most obvious thing is is mm. uh the income uh, like seriously because like freelancers we are we are the business 
we, we are the face. Yeah, we are the business. We are the face of the business. We have to do for marketing to promotions to social media. We have to do basically everything, lah.、Mm. Yeah, and unless you are a company, unless you have a company, then that's that's a different story, lah. But、mm. so far for us freelancers, we I would say sometimes we it's very hard for us to put our egos down, lah. To really actually, um, how to say, to actually go and seek for help, seek for someone's someone else to help us out with、mm. our our social media or marketing or whatever because we we are we are so egoistic lah. It is called、mm. egoistic. Yeah, we 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 have full of pride. We wanna feel like, hey, I I did this. I'm the I. I'm the one who did this. Not I. I would say not not a lot of freelancers feel that way lah. But then from how I see it lah, from how how I feel lah, for、mm. me, I I actually feel very like uh I want to feel proud of myself. Yeah, like、mm. uh I I don't need you guys. I I just need I just need myself lah. So that's why I I kind of stray away from videography videography and look into filmmaking. Yeah, that's also one of my reasons which I switch. Over to filmmaking、mm. instead of like yeah, yeah, because like if you're making, you have a team. You need to work as together as a team. So I, I, I when when I have the mindset of like oh I'm always working in a team, right? It feels so much better. Like even though I I wasn't be- being paid well, I wasn't being、mm. paid enough for my living expenses. But then I feel great and I feel like I can take on more projects. I have more confidence to do more. Like I can、mm. I can scale more. Like yeah. So these、True. are the things I would say. A lot of freelancers, they 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 tend to like um just 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 forget about it lah. And then like as long as they have like wedding businesses or like um some other video shoots, then they are okay lah. They they are satisfied lah. I would say they they are uh that's that's one thing that I I I think I it, it also happens to me lah. I feel、mm. like I'm satisfied with where I am, which is like I would say it can also be a bad and a good thing. It all depends、mm. on how you think. But from how I see it, it's like if I'm satisfied, then I'm always stagnant. I'm not always improving.、Mm. I will, yeah. So in 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 business, yeah,、uh, in business, it's always good to improve. It's always good to change, lah. It's always good to adapt, lah. And then especially now with technology keep advancing every every day,、mm. um, it's 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 I say it wouldn't hurt for us to like adapt to what's new right now, what's the trend right now, what's the How how is it? Yeah, what's what's working right now, lah? Instead of like um, instead of doing what we know right uh back then and then applying、mm. it to right now, which is which is not, which is not not what what this age is all about, lah. It's, it's、yeah. uh it's all about、uh, moving forward, lah. Yeah. So so having you said that, you must have faced a lot of challenges in this industry, right? Yeah. Do you、uh, particularly have a favorite? Failure that you've encountered. A favorite failure. Yeah. Uh, like uh, like a failure that actually makes Turns me think. Out, yeah, impacting you the most or your favorite. Okay. Okay. Uh. Wow. Oh wow. Okay. Never. Never actually thought of this. Wait. <laughs> I think I recorded some something. I think I wrote down. Wait lah. Let me. Yeah, because you learn more than when you fail than when you succeed. So by asking a question like this, kinds of kind of primers to think about our failures and、mm-hmm. what we can learn from it. Hmm. 
failures uh, when it comes to shoots, huh? When it comes to um, just 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 this journey, uh, This journey. Nah, this journey in general. Uh okay. I would say most of my project, thank God, <laughs> like most of my project are like okay, like even though there are sometimes it feels very shitty or mm-hmm. it feels very um, you don't feel really fair, you don't really feel comfortable with the price, but then the mm. shooting process is alright lah. Yeah, I yeah, I think it all comes up to passion lah. But yeah, um, you don't really uh, have any failures in your work lah. Um, I would say. Mostly, it's all about financial management. Uh. Th- those are the failures, I would say, for me, for my side. Like, mm-hmm. how do I ma- manage my finances? But not not, not for, like... Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, there are a few, but then I would say those are, like, um, not, not very defining moments. Uh. Not, not, not very, like, very... Uh, how to say? Uh. It's a reminder. Uh, like, there's a, there's a time where... Oh, it's my first time shooting a wedding mm-hmm. uh, with fixed bucks. Uh, uh-huh. so, so sorry <laughs> so, so uh, that day the day before I, I can't sleep I think I have insomnia lah. so we have to be at the bridegroom's and the bride's house by 4.30 or 4 so uh-huh. when I was there the the bridegroom uh, bridegroom is guys right Bride, bridegroom ah uh, bridegroom is the, the groom guy. is the guy the bride is the girl I think yeah uh, 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 groom uh, the the man <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> side, um, so when I was there, right, I have to wait outside for like I think thirty minutes, uh, because the 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 groom is not awake yet. Uh-huh. So okay, lah, it's okay, lah. So I I go inside and then they're like, oh, we are kind of rushing now because we we woke up late. Okay, lah. So I'm like, okay, I take it with a pinch of salt. And then when I was shooting, and then he's like, uh, can you be faster because we are late? So I'm like, bro. I was shooting with your wedding there. I want you your wedding to be nice there. Yeah. <laughs> but this this is kind of, um this is okay lah. It's not really that triggering uh, but I will always remember this. Uh yeah. But uh yeah, anyways, after that, the night the night itself, right? Mm. I before that I went back home and mm. then I overslept. <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh, and then like I have like I think I remember I have like fifteen minutes to get to the hotel. And then my friend was like Hey, where are you, man? Like, ah, was it? Hey, I thought I thought it was like, well, what time? And then it's like, it's it's uh, uh oh, was it? It's seven. It starts mm. at seven, but then when I look at my watch, it's six forty-five. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, and then like, uh, and then I I race I I chung over. Then like, uh-huh. good, good thing that I arrive in time lah. Like when I arrive, right, the, then the door opens. The 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 bride groom like walks in. So I'm like, oh. That's the most important moment. <laughs> so you were lucky lah. La. Yeah, I was lucky lah. But then my friend was like hot, very hot already lah. Like, mm. uh, I, I trusted you to to come and then yeah, you are, you are late lah. Yeah. Mm. So those, those are, these are like, um, I would say, I, I, I seriously don't know lah. I would say I, I, I'm not that responsible when it comes to taking this Job, like, because I, I don't really like to shoot weddings. Uh. I don't really want to get into weddings. Uh. So, um, I guess that time it was all just for the money. That's, 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 what, that's what I said uh, at the front. Uh. Like, mm. when you focus more on money, it's like, you don't really have that drive, you know? You, you don't really feel like, I want to go. You feel like you're just doing this job for the money. And yes, yes. you don't really care about how it turns out well or not. 
if I shift my focus to like, oh, I want to serve the the bridegroom, want to make this the their precious moments be be filmed like, be captured mm-hmm. So if I set that myself, it would be much better. I would say I will I will be very alert, very caring, and uh, I will be I'll be alert, and everything will go so smooth, go smoothly la. So mm-hmm. yeah, but. Um, how to say? Uh, I think it all starts starts with yourself, lah. Like how how you actually think when the project arrives, then mm. the opportunity arrives. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would I would, but from there I I learn uh, I learn like what what it feels like to like accepting the job just for the money, and then mm. yeah. So now you don't. Is it now that you don't you don't ever get marriage uh shooting jobs? Now I'm actually open to it. I'm I'm actually okay with it. Yeah. But why why last time you don't like it? Uh, I would say because I I just got into the field and then like my, I don't really have a very good mindset lah or a good picture of like what am I doing ah? What mm. what what what's my drive lah? I was I was. What value you bring to your customer? You don't yeah. understand that. Yeah. Yes, I was. I always always thought like oh I'm just doing this because they want me to do. I'm like a robot lah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say because, in a in a way, from from this book, right? <laughs> it's like, uh, it is actually says something that is quite true, lah. We are all being taught in schools to follow instructions and like follow orders and not to actually think for ourselves. If you realize, mm-hmm. if you if you realize mm-hmm. in our yeah, learning, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I guess that's like uh some something that I'm working on uh, as as of now, lah. Like mm. to actually think for myself, what what value am I gaining or what value am I giving out to this project? Uh? so it's like it's not like all project that comes in, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna see if it uh if it's like how say uh, if it's if it fits my value, if it fits my principle or not uh, But mm. I would say I would take it in and then see if I can see something in that project that mm. I would wanna in and I want to drive drive myself forward lah. Yeah, because I would say there's always, uh, of course if it, if it's like, a, a very dark dark videos like other kind of videos is like different lah. <laughs> you cannot you cannot find the values in that lah. <laughs> 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 like, but most of the projects like for advertisement purposes of that those there's always a value in that lah. That you mm. I think if we freelancers or like everyone in the creative field, if we somehow find the value in that project or value in that. You believe in what the customer believes, uh, then I would say it makes you want to work with them. Like it makes you work with them much better, uh, Like you feel like you're mm-hmm. serving a purpose. You're not like yeah. serving it for the money, and then it makes it feel, uh, it makes it makes it feel like a long term relationship thing, uh, Yeah. Mm. So talking about passion and purpose, mm. when you found out that you like videography or filmmaking, did it occur to you that this field is actually quite a very expensive field to go into, talking about the equipments that you have to have? So my question is, what is the best investment in terms of equipment that you actually bought or invested in? The best equipment, huh? Yeah, the most worth it one. Excuse me. Mm, hmm. That's a good question. Um. 
I would say the the oh the best investment would be my first camera that I bought myself like, with my own money. Like. Yeah. And what camera is that? Why is uh, it so worth it? It's a Canon M one hundred. It's a semi pro camera like it's actually a vlogging camera. Uh-huh. But then, um, but you, there's like a few pro features in it. Mm. So that's that's actually a a, the, a camera that actually jumpstarts my career. Like I actually shot shot a, a few jobs with that camera. You, mm. If like you, you imagine like a client approach you to shoot their videos, but with a vlogging camera. <laughs> <laughs> but but the most likely the client doesn't know that this is a vlogging camera. Right? Yes, yes, exactly. So it's like. In the end, they I, I I sometimes get the face of the clients. They're like, "Hey, I thought your camera is like bigger. Like, that's gonna <laughs> feel yeah." But then, like when they see the outcome, right, they're like, "Wow, they." I, I'm not saying that I I'm shooting the 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 things that I shoot is good lah. But then, like, um, it's all they I would say it's all about the, yeah, they were impressed. Like, I think it's all about the techniques ah. And yeah. then if you want to get into this field, I think a camera is a is a it's a how to say it's a first thing that you should buy lah. I mean, like if you get the tripod, then you don't have a camera, then there's no point lah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But if I remember correctly, you last time you told me that you started out this field with your phone, right? You yeah, use your yeah. phone as a camera. Then how how did the customer react when you use your phone to shoot? I I never actually used my phone to shoot like any paid projects uh. uh-huh. oh, I, I, no, I did it once because my battery was exhausted uh-huh. and then they couldn't they couldn't tell because it's at the end of the show already uh-huh. yeah so I like uh how say I I I just just stack it with the with the original footage uh. and mm. then I was surprised you know like I was surprised like oh my phone can actually take very good videos <laughs> like and then the camera it's not better than tell. the camera la. I can tell but then like I would say it's not that far. I was back then. I was using a. I, I was using an iPhone Seven, mm. and then I was shooting a dancing a concert lah, a concert mm. uh, video, and then uh, at the end, almost the approaching the end of the show, mm. my battery got exhausted. Because mm. <laughs> I was filming nonstop lah, unlimited because like they the performers are like ongoing, keep on going. There's no mm. rest lah. Yeah, so. Uh, approaching the end, I think it's the the main part like, where they bow down, right? I'm like, okay, my battery is about to to die. What what can I do? So I just whip out my phone, then I shoot, right? Then I stack it up with the video, like when I'm doing editing. So I'm like, I, and I'm like quite impressed with the quality, lah. Like. I mm. I yeah. So I'm like, oh okay, like it's it's very interesting, lah. Like to to see like the the phone quality back then. That can mm. already match like with the camera already. When was this? this what phone were you using? Last two years. Last two years. Were last you using the iPhone Seven? Yeah, yeah, I was using the iPhone Seven. Yeah. Oh. So your advice to, uh, if anyone that is interested in videography or making films in general, do they really need to get a camera, or is the phone okay enough? For now, right? Um, I think it all depends, actually. Like, it, it's not necessary that you need to buy a camera, but mm. I mean, I mean, now, right? You can see like there's like a lot of influencers or like a lot of like YouTubers, mm. Facebookers, whatever, like Instagrammers. They're mm. using they 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 
the only gear that they use is their phones. Mm. So it all depends on which field you want to go, I would say. If you want to get into filmmaking, then mm. I would say a camera is, uh, is a good choice. It's a good investment. Mm. But if you are just a very casual hobbyist, which like, I don't think I'm going to go serious into this field, um, then I think a phone is all right. Lah. And then right mm. now, right right now, we, how to say, we, we, we really cannot tell. The, it's very hard for us to tell the difference between the footage from a phone and then from a camera. Like right now we have like 6K or 8K like videos from your phone. Like imagine that mm-hmm. like my camera cannot, cannot even shoot, shoot like 6K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true, <laughs> yeah, true. It's, it's very crazy. Like the, the times right now, like the phone is getting much ahead of like the camera right now. Which is, but uh, the phone's footage is still very yeah. digitalized, right? Yeah, but then, like the, but then the, what is it? Uh? The, the software, the software, mm. how do you say it? The, the software uh, fixes, uh, the, 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 the software, the software inside the, the camera phone. is actually, uh, the phone, uh, it's uh. actually much, much, much better right now. Uh. Like, there's uh. like denoise and like, uh, what is it, stabilization, this kind of thing. So it's like, they're trying to mimic the look of the camera so mm-hmm. if like for for because we're, we're we usually watch videos from our like our uh screens mm-hmm. and then with which is like and, and on on the web lah, which is like it's all right you don't really need a very high quality video unless you're putting it out for like films or like big screens mm-hmm. so i would say if you cannot if someone who is on facebook or on youtube they cannot tell the difference then it's like i think you can easily get away with it with your with whatever you're shooting on your phone yeah okay yeah. so but, what phone do you recommend if someone wants to shoot videos with the phone hmm what phone hmm i would say try to get somewhere around the mid tiers one i actually not sure like uh how's it yeah? because there are like very low tier phones right like mm. i think it's around 300 400 like those ones uh those i don't think is actually good for for filmmaking for video shooting I, i'm not sure that uh but then for the mid tiers one i would say it's a very pretty it's a pretty good start like around 1k to 2k range yeah so oh, an iphone is iphone good for video yeah, iPhone is great. Uh, especially the iPhone Pro, uh, the the eleven Pro. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. A- anyways, um, I would say in the end, it, it's just it's just based on your creativity and like the gear actually doesn't the really matter. Yeah. yeah, the 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 story lah. But you just have to focus like, um, uh, how to start The the first step mm-hmm. is I think it's very important. If you if you don't know how to start, if you don't really get yourself started, then how can you expect to be great at it? Yeah. So getting started is with the skills, not the gears first. Once mm, you get yes, the skills, yes. then you invest in the gears. Mm-hmm. Okay, some makes sense. Yep. So where do you learn the skills? I usually learn it from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> from Peter but, McKinnon? Yeah, yeah, from Peter McKinnon and like there's a lot more other YouTubers that are very good YouTubers out there. Can you uh, recommend some? 
right now, uh, right, right now uh, the YouTuber that's on the that's on the rise right now is uh, Daniel Schiffer. How do you spell Schiffer? S C H I F F E R, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Daniel Schiffer. And Mad- Maddie Hapoya. Maddie Hapoya. Chris, Chris Howe. Uh, who else? Who else? Uh, oh, Philip they Ryan. how to shoot videos, right? Yeah, but most of them, they have their own niche. Like, Chris Howe focuses more on the business side. But then some, sometimes he, he do, like, like he, he does some, like, tutorials and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said, Film Riot. Film Riot is actually oh, it's, it's actually very good. They they teach more on the filmmaking side of things, like mm. the like the pros filmmaking process and their short films and everything. They are like that. They, they their channel is actually what I'm inspired to be Like in the future I was, I'm hoping to be that. Like they, you if you if you go over to their channel right, they have like very high quality short films. They they shot on like cinema cameras with like really? actually yeah actually very big crews and everything, and then they put really it out on YouTube. Yes, exactly. That's the point. So like, yeah. So like, you really cannot like. It's like you. I don't know. I don't really know how to. How do you think? And I realized right in some in I watched one of their behind the scenes. Mm. He did mention the director did mention that some of the camera operators and some of the crew members are actually they actually work for free. They oh, yeah, they're doing this for the passion. Mm. And then some of them like like for props or like for other like rentals they have to pay. Uh. Yeah. Mm. So that's like very eye-opening for me uh, to see like someone out there. And then the oh and then the camera camera cameras like I think the shop owners like they gave like uh, forty percent to thirty percent discount for the rentals, uh. yeah. Mm. So it's very eye opening to see like, wow, they they can actually they can actually shoot a very high budget film, like with um with like people who is like I think years in the industry already, but they are willing to do it for free, yeah. Mm. So like, They're it's very hard shooting it for the passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's very amazing to see that uh, and I and I hope that and I wish that we I can I can see it. Like in my in my own in my maybe new channel or in my business in the future, like yeah, I just wanna uh this 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 is something that I'm striving for, Yeah, this is called Film Riot. Yeah, Film Riot. Okay, but what about your YouTube channel? Let's talk about mm-hmm. that um for a little bit. Okay. Uh, from what I understand, your YouTube channel is trying to help other people that aspire to become videographer or filmmaker mm. uh, to give them value, right? So it's all about camera reviews, techniques, and how to do this, how to do that. So how is it going along? Right now, um, I'm actually shifting over to the Chinese market. <laughs> oh, okay. Why? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's actually more of an experiment, uh, and I can see that the, the the response is actually not too bad, though. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, actually, in uh, Sarawak particularly, I think there are more, if I'm not mistaken, there are more Chinese than uh, English-speaking one. Mm. Yeah. And then the indigenous like Iban, Kadazan, or Bahasa Sarawak, that's the most. Ah, uh, yeah. 
they have their Chinese own. Chinese is the second one. Yeah, so switching so, into Chinese market is also a great, great way to do it. Yeah, because my I would say my YouTube right now is more of an experimental uh, mm-hmm. channel. Really, um, I didn't actually fix it to a niche right now because I think I'm still figuring out what mm-hmm. what kind of content or like how how am I gonna pull this off? Yeah, I didn't actually put a lot of focus on it. Uh, I actually thought I wanted to, but then right now with everything that's happening, I would say I have to put aside for a while, like my mm-hmm. YouTube stuff, and then focus more on the business side side of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like figuring out, uh, getting more, getting more knowledge about um. How, how do I do business? I would say if I know more about the business side of things, it's actually quite easy for me to do YouTube as well. It's, it's mm-hmm. actually like links uh, because like when it comes to business, there's also some other things like marketing or like, um, how to say, like marketing and... Accounting, yeah, finance, accounting, how yeah. you deal with your clients. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I would say like if I have the foundations like set, like the basic knowledge or like mm-hmm. the, the knowledge for all of these is easier for me to tackle YouTube. Lah. Like for marketing, I would know what kind of target markets or like what what um what kind of people should I uh tackle and all that. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. Um but yeah YouTube is definitely something that I really want to look into. I really want to try to grow grow that to become a business itself. Um mm-hmm. but yeah uh how to say yeah, I I, I I don't really know how to reply you on that. Lah. Yeah. <laughs> so your YouTube right now is still on the experimental phase where you're trying uh, to figure things out. Lah. But you're still going to yeah. pursue YouTube lah, at some point. Yeah, but now it's quite slow lah, at the moment. I'm, mm-hmm. uh, because I, I actually, like, when the MCO started, I actually tried mm-hmm. daily vlogs, daily videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I found, I, I, then I found out like, it's not that um how to say it's more how to say, the quality quantity is more than the quality mm. and then I, I don't feel great to be honest like i feel like i'm doing this because it's a job it's i don't find the drive lah. yeah mm. and then uh when i pause for a moment and then when i started to pick up my books <laughs> that's where i feel like oh okay actually what i'm doing back then is like without any purpose without any drive lah. so it's like mm. I, I really need to take a step back to actually reevaluate my my every move and then to actually um I would say right now I I I'm get, I want to gain more knowledge la, about mm. everything la, everything that I wanted to do la, yeah before mm. before stepping into it yeah yeah I understand but I don't know if this will help you or not but recently I've been watching a lot of content about she this person uh i came across her on youtube i forgot the, the name of the channel already but she just basically uh she's a des- graphic designer digital artist some sort she just basically records her, the process of her uh designing art artworks and then he, she gets like millions of views on youtube mm. Uh, for me, I I like to watch this kind of video because it's not like I want to learn how to become a digital artist. It's because looking at someone who, who is passionate about their craft, of the mm-hmm. process of 
uh, making their craft is actually very inspirational. Mm. So maybe you can take into account something like this for video ideas as well. Mm. Like documentation of what you're working at, is it? Yeah. The whole process from beginning to the end. And some of her videos are just a few minutes long, fast forwarded, no voiceover, no voice. Just Mm. background. You know? Uh, uh. I don't know. She gets like millions of views. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she is pretty, but (laughs) I don't think people will watch her because of the face only. Uh, It's more of the content. Yeah. Mm. I think it's because, like, it's very inspirational to see someone fighting and do. Uh, doing their own thing mm. yeah. and maybe you can think about it in, and implement it on your content as well yeah but that, that's the thing nah, like um, because for her right she has like a very visual uh, no no like he has she has a a, a goal lah, a, 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 like it's very how to say she's driven by her principle or her, her mm. purpose lah. Yeah, so for she has a direction uh, in doing yeah. her stuff. Uh. And for me, right, I feel like I actually don't really have a direction. Uh. I'm because I'm going here and there. I, like I said, it's experimental, right? Yeah, yeah. So um yeah, yeah, there's a lot of factors uh, like how to say some people can do first then think later. Uh. And some people can think first then do later. But yeah, I think I, I've been doing it for quite some time already. <laughs> and I think I need to really like, think. Yeah, it's, it really, it's really time for me to think. Like, I really think like what what do I really want to achieve from YouTube and what do I what, really want to do? Because like for some people, it might work for them. Like I would say everyone on YouTube is different. Like, the way they, they, they succeed on YouTube. I mean, it's the same for business. Like, like what works for you might not work for me. Like, like you know, mm-hmm. like... If you are doing the same business, you might do it better than me. Yeah, but but yeah, I think it's the same on YouTube. Some people, you see, there's like a lot of videographers, a lot of like filmmakers on on the channel. But then like some of them are more successful than others. Some of them has more subscribers than others. Yeah, so I I think it's a it's the same thing that applies to like everything now. And I I would say I wanna I wanna find find out like my I, I think my for me I'm very purpose driven. Uh. I I would mm. wanna know what's my purpose in this uh in this in whatever that I'm doing. Uh, so mm. that I I wouldn't lose in the middle of it. Like when I'm doing it like oh, So you can be more before? focused. Yes. So I wouldn't have like procrastination. I wouldn't like procrastinate or just leave it aside and do other things because I, I already know what I what I wanna do, what I wanna gain from this. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like totally into it uh. but for now it's like just dip my toe into the water like that instead of like jumping in you know mm. yeah. so what what kind of things are you experimenting on right now maybe you can share a bit with us mm, mostly mostly on short films short films i really love it i really love doing short films on for my channel yeah why do you like short films is it the story aspect yeah the story expert and then the 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 sense of teamwork as well la. like mm-hmm. the the sense of uh creating a filmmaking culture as well mm-hmm. yeah so yeah like I said like I, I I'm expired to be something like film riot in a way mm-hmm. in my own way yeah so 
uh, actually do uh, posting up my first and second short film, right? It, it feels so so good, uh. like yeah, it feels really good. So that's something that I actually really want to explore more mm. into, like very cinematic and short films. Even though if if, if the the engagement is actually quite okay, not not great, but then uh, I would say that yeah, it's something that I love to. Yeah, that that's that's the thing. That's a drive there. So mm. it's like it doesn't really matter the. The cut, the, the not the content, the the engagement of the post itself, la. And in another way, it is actually uh, it actually helps some of my business a bit, la. Like mm. if I wanted to pitch to my clients, like, hey, I actually did a short film, yeah, I have something to show, la. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and uh, other than that, it's just my I like I said, like I I'm still experimenting, now For but for now, it's all like like you mentioned already. It's like more on inspiring um people to pursue in this field in this industry yeah mm-hmm. and then make it make it fun lah. make this industry fun yeah. instead of like oh, it's, not very work, yeah, it's not just work yeah it's like we can collaborate with people and then we can um share ideas all of these mm-hmm. yeah mm. it's always been uh in you're always a very good inspiration for me because uh for me I like what I'm doing right now, which is marketing. But then, sometimes I also want to try out something new. Mm. And sometimes I'm just not into it. But whenever I see uh, the things that you've done online, it's always like, well, Jerry has been doing filmmaking Mm. and being passionate for filmmaking for the past 10 years already. So (laughs) what am I bitching about marketing, right? Uh, it's true that we we shouldn't be so focused on one thing in particular. We should always explore more different things. But it's it. it's really inspiring when I see you doing things that you love. Thanks, man. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm, I'm serious about that. Uh, mm. So to end out this session because this session has been like quite a while already. Yeah. Uh, can you give some advice to like? the younger generations that the viewers, if there is any viewers that would like to be a filmmaker or a videographer in the mm. future. Any advice? Uh? Yeah, mm. especially the ones that wants to be a freelancer. Mm. Uh, hmm. To be a freelancer, uh, hmm. I would say now being a freelancer, I, I don't think it's a very good uh, path. For me myself, it might yeah, like I said, like we mentioned, it might mm. not work for me, but it might work for you. So yeah, who yeah. am I to touch, right? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh any advice? Uh, I would say find out what 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 you love in this field because there's like a lot of different like you can be in TV, you can be in film, you can be like doing commercials, all of these. Like find out which one actually talks to you, actually speaks to you, like I would say. Yeah, and if you if you're not if you're not sure about it, then you can do your research because I mean with the internet right now it's so convenient. Mm. Do your research on like what the other fields offer, and maybe get some hands-on experience. Go uh go and reach out to people, ask for help. Like you never know a simple, like a simple, uh email can lead you can go so far. Like mm. maybe just email someone who works in the 
in the TV industry, like just a maybe who has a small role, like maybe not the very big anchor man or like whatever the the CEO <laughs> or what. Yeah, but um, just find find your ways to get into this industry. It can be it can be YouTube as well, lah. Yeah, so I would say find your find find your. It's it's definitely not easy, lah. It's definitely not easy in this field. Like that is so broad, and then it's there's a always a sense of uncertainty, you know, in in this field. Uh, but yeah. Um, so find find your find find uh how to say know what you stand for, lah. Know what you what you want to achieve, and then actually have fun. Seriously, have fun with it, lah. Because like sometimes we also I also forgot to have fun when I'm shooting. So it feels more like a, a job than an actual how to say? Yeah. It's more like a job than uh, what is it? What's the word? Like I like a passion per, uh, project. I would say, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Because because like when I when I when I treat it as a job, I feel like I'm being ordered. Like like we mentioned earlier, like mm-hmm. we're being. To do this, we're doing this for the money. But if I treat it as a passion, as a passion or as a project, even though I'm getting paid, it, it it's a it's a very very different um shift in paradigm, a par like paradigm uh, paradigm paradigm. Yes, yeah, it's a very uh different shift of paradigm. So if you see it as a project, it's like your baby. So you want to care for this baby. You want to care for this project. If it's a if it's a job, then you're like, what am I carrying this for? I'm getting paid. Like I'm getting paid like who knows like hundred ringgit per hour or like two hundred ringgit. I'm just gonna shoot and I'm gonna chow. You want a, want another video? You look for me. Yeah. So this is this is like very robotic. We are not robots. I would say that <laughs> to be very direct, we are not robots. We are all humans. Uh. So if we if we involve a bit of our feelings, if we involve a bit of our care into our projects and everything that we do, I will believe that it is much more meaningful than. Than anything else, uh. yeah. True, I agree. Mm. So, again, thank you for coming to agreeing to show up in this first and maybe the last podcast. <laughs> I still don't know yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you for coming. Yeah, and yeah, it's my pleasure, man. It's fun. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay.